Well, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Buddy. Uh, we're kicking off our Krampus episode a little hot. Uh, you came up with this idea. Uh, I've had a package that you've sent for me for Christmas for a few days. And you just happened to get mine today. And as, if you can hear. Maybe you couldn't really hear. Not good ASMR, but I am just cutting it, cutting it open right now. And we figured we'd open up our gifts for each other right here on the pod. So uh, I guess my whole thing is it's been a very rough, rough year. So. I didn't exactly get to do a lot of the things that I would have liked to do. And usually anything I get you, I'm pretty confident you're not going to have or this or that, but uh, in years like this, you got to go a little bit basic. So uh, it is what it is, buddy. Either way, Merry Christmas. It's the thought that counts. And this is, uh, this is fucking awesome. So, did you just want to open them at the same time or did you want to like have someone go then? Uh, how about you go? You okay? I have some stuff actually wrapped. Save the bag for last, and go ahead and grab like a anything in there. Well, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I so I opened the box when I first got it this morning, and I'm not gonna lie, I pe- I wanted to peek inside, and uh, there's this little yellow envelope on top, and I was like, you know what? I'll just open. I'll just open one, <laughs> and I open it up, and it's four AA batteries, Energizers, Energizer Max. I said, "Uh (laughs) uh-oh. Like, Jeff is really broke this year. He had to uh, empty out his junk drawer. I'm just wrapping stuff around the house. My remote. I can't change any of my channels now. (laughs) And let me just, now that I'm, I I throw that theory out there, let's just say I can see another thing in here that kind of supports that theory. (laughs) A USB flash drive. Unopened. Well, here's the thing. It is open. Oh, it is. I put it back oh. in there. And basically, it's a flash drive with uh, my New York documentary and a bunch of weeklies that you were involved in. That you oh, my watch. God. <laughs> so, Dude, this it, is the fucking titty. It's a hefty flash drive. So you, it, flash drive is a good gift either way. But I added some stuff on there. And there's also... The other version of the ending of uh, we did a documentary. Uh, oh, I forgot what it was called. Scary doesn't really matter. Doesn't really matter. Yep. And uh, I had to change the ending video song to something that we had copyright over. That has the original song that I used. So you can Man. rewatch the ending video, which I really enjoyed. That ending video meant a lot to me. And now you can see the original song I used too. In in hindsight, would you like say if we ha- could use that song? Would you change it now to that song, or would you keep Dan's? I'd keep Dan's because it just you have to. There's something yeah. about the way. And I, honestly, upon rewatching that video, the original, I was I don't know if I'm just used to the other one now, but I'm really glad. There's something more meaningful about it that Dan. Yeah. That. So. And it's just it's more thematic, I think, and um, and different. You're not, yeah, yeah. No one, no one else is going to use that. No one else. Well, dude, this right away, this could have been like. <laughs> this could have been it and this this made this was awesome because how long have i been asking for like copies of some of the weeklies and stuff because i don't have access to view them and for those that don't know um weeklies were what well weeklies <laughs> we shot uh these short skits like once a week or little documentaries uh back when we used to live in maryland together and um 
they used to be online, but now they're not anymore. So they're just in your library of classics. It just hidden away. And trust me, I wanted to do a lot more. I really did. But a lot of things involved me having to change file formats. I yeah. wanted to put all of the moving stuff on there. I wanted to it, do a lot. But yes. I well, just, thanks, uh, buddy. Shit. Yeah, that's, dude. That's that's titty. All right. Uh, well, I've got a few things in here. Um, I'll pull out this. Are anything in here for uh, are these all three mine? Yeah. Oh, okay. There's, okay. Yeah, this is broke Christmas this year. I couldn't afford your kids. No, I, 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 yeah, to, I kept looking at like troll stuff, and I was like, "Does does she already have this? Does she have this? She have this? Um, do you want me to keep opening these? How or? about how about you open? Is that you open? Okay, open that one. And I'm gonna open this middle one. Okay. Listen, all that Christmas Christmas time. <laughs> oh shit. Holy fuck, where'd you find this, dude? So you don't have that? I do have a copy. Okay, okay. I was about to say. But I, where did I find my copy? I don't even remember. So that's why I'm asking you, where'd you find your copy? Because, oh, so I guess I should tell people. I just unwrapped When Good Ghouls Go Bad, the novelization. um, With a, oh, look at that picture in there of Jeff and I. I'm going to post this on Instagram, (laughs) dude. Look at that! Um, it's like, like I said, I'm pretty, I'm pretty good with what Dylan doesn't have or has, but I'm also, I know Dylan well enough to like. Well, even if that's the case, I think he'll appreciate the one that came from me more. <laughs> so, well, not only that, but think about this: like, if I have two of everything, then at least like I'm not as worried about losing. <laughs> Like one of them, you know, like, dude, I just bought a Turbo Man, like a classic, you know, uh, Turbo Man from the movie Jingle All the Way. And I want to buy a second one just in case. (laughs) And, uh, but no, dude, this is fucking awesome. Where'd you find this? Just eBay? There was was a seller on Amazon, I think, like an actual person on there, I believe. Because I found mine, I think, through eBay and I found it with the vhs copy so that's what that's the only reason i have one but dude this is fucking awesome and i got this hellraiser graphic novel that looks fucking dope as shit that right Clive barker's hellraiser the dark wash and i do have some hellraiser comics so this is i actually now i have a graphic novel and I actually have a hellraiser collection and this i haven't even heard of and the artwork it already looks right up my alley and fucking dope yeah, dude, I saw that and I was like, I wanted wow. to add to your Hellraiser collection, but then I couldn't remember what the fuck you had. See, uh, uh, yeah, because I when I got to, I was like, oh no, because I actually want to have this on the shelf. I was like, I'm right. gonna have to make that a Hellraiser shelf because I have to get the Hellraiser Toonie Terror, and then right. I'll, then I have enough for a shelf right there. I figure three things is enough. Well, dude, I went to buy you a the Chatterer from Hellraiser Funko Pop, but I could have sworn like for some reason you had it on your shelf. I was like, like he already has that Funko Pop. Like I know it for a fact. So I just didn't do it. But then I saw that and I was just like, come on, like he'll yeah. love this shit. <clears throat> this is fucking cool. And I, yeah, I didn't even see uh, that the Cheddar. It's funny that you say it. I only found out the Cheddar had one. I was surprised they had a Funko a pop for that. Yeah, I saw it like a week ago. I was like, what? It's. I think it's actually like in my favorite. I think I have it in my list. All <laughs> so, right. Thank you, buddy. 
You're welcome. Let's do the other. Uh... I already sent you a Christmas card too, by the way. Right? Yeah, and I gave you a card in there. You can open that later. We don't need to do the card on here that I sent you. I think I have something else in there wrapped. There, yeah, there's this. All right, yeah, let's do that. Right. I'll do which one, one you? Which one you opening? I, this, I think, VHS, VHS tape. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> it might be. Here we go. Oh, dude, what the fuck? This, I didn't even know this was out yet. Oh, yeah, I didn't either when I saw it, but there was only one, and I knew you had to have it. Guys, for anyone that doesn't know, I'm a huge My Bloody Valentine fan, not the band, the horror movie from 1981. Uh, <laughs> slasher flick and i love toonie terrors but i don't really collect them other than jason but they were coming out with the minor from my bloody valentine uh and it obviously looks dope as shit the minor doesn't have a lot of merch but i was obviously going to scoop this up now i don't have to because this is uh in my hands because of jeff everhart and it looks fucking cool too dude i gotta admit i was like man if they had another one swipe too that looks Did good you see this in store or online Found it in the store. There's one, That's yeah, one there. Crazy. I think I found it at FYE, I believe. And I was like, oh shit, didn't think this was out yet. I actually have a My Bloody Valentine tattoo on my arm. I just showed it to Jeff, mm -hmm. who's seen it before, but I was showing it thinking the audience could see it. Um, buddy, think this is fucking dope. Son of a bitch. Well, what did what, 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 you unwrap? I unwrapped a VHS copy and the looking at the actual tape itself gave me such nostalgia a lot of them had that blue green like what the i don't you know what yeah. i'm talking about you know yep. about. so that made me happy but a copy of 20th anniversary edition alien on vhs which is going to go right over to my right because i have all my horror dvds and vhs over there now there's a special reason i gave you that tape <laughs> <laughs> uh if you want to tell the audience why you think i gave you that tape did you give me this tape because I'm notoriously not the biggest fan of the movie Alien. <laughs> yeah, well, you've only seen it once, and we watched it together when you lived here in Florida. I, I I think we watched Predator and Alien like back to back, and you were just I mean, granted, you had your uh, oldest daughter at the time or only daughter at the time, yeah, and she was a baby, and we were like just her and the just us and the baby at the time, and she was going nuts and you were not able to really like relax, but also to be fair, the movie. It's a slow not... burn. <laughs> it's a slow burn. And, uh, but you were just not into it. And what's funny is I could tell, but I didn't want to like turn it off. Um, well, I just I kept did, hoping I, you would I, get into it. And I didn't it never either. I, I, yeah. I didn't want to turn it off either. Uh, I remember when my second daughter was born, I bought a thing like you know they have on the the baby on board things you yeah. put in the back of the window. I actually yeah. found one that said like baby on board. It was a chest burster. Yeah, picture. It was a really it looked like a yield sign. It looked really cool. And I watched Alien versus Predator, and loved that. I love the look of the alien. And I'm waiting for this podcast so we can I can eventually do a, a proper rewatch of this movie. Mm -hmm. And I want to like, but yes, my first time viewing notoriously was what alien that's like i love aliens too i've tattooed of an alien like it's weird but i am excited to give that another another go in a different setting and that's and uh that's also just one of the like covers i always thought like looked so fucking 
classic and familiar. Um, it does. When I would go to a, when I would go to a, a video store growing up, I would just always see that cover and be like, "Don't want to watch that." Um, yeah. So <laughs> I just I was like, "Oh, this is this is pretty fucking dope," and it's a cool cover. So I thought you'd appreciate that. And then I do. You've got one more, I think. All right, I got one more. You got the bag, right? Yep. And yes, I did a spirit Halloween bag on purpose to make it a little cooler. I kind of want to save the bag, so I'm trying to unwrap, untie it. Now, this is the other thing I was worried that you might potentially have to. Whoa, 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 whoa. Be a little careful with it. Holy shit. That's what the batteries are for. And it does still, I think, tell time and make sounds, but there's like one, you might not be able to set an alarm with it. There was one thing that the guy told me it wasn't able to do, but I thought you would just have it set up in crab key. Dude, come on, man. Look at all this shit. And I sent you, oh, hell yeah. I sent you two graphic novels and a VHS tape. Dude, but you don't realize, like, at night, and when I'm laying there in bed, instead of fucking around on my phone, I'm going to have all my comics are at my dad's house. So this, if I read one of these, I'm glad to have another one to go to because I got another Hellraiser graphic novel. I don't know, in case you use screenshots or something. That's why I keep all this shit up. I don't know. But the artwork looks fucking awesome. And the, I've noticed just by flicking through that a lot of them have this, like, one of his eyes is bulgy, and it looks yeah. cool. as Look, I, that's a tattoo right there I would get. Yeah. Holy fuck. Yeah, I just thought this I thought you would fucking love these cuz you also read like comics and graphic novels and shit. I do not. Mm-hmm. So I was like uh he will he will appreciate these. I love this, dude. This makes me wish I had all my stuff so I could display this shit properly. But I'm going to take a little picture of all these little goodies right here. Cause come on, man! Thank you so much. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, brother. Thank you. I appreciate this a lot. This is awesome. This is so cool. Past couple of years that we've done Christmas, Jeff and I always try to give like each other a little gift box of stuff. And depending on where we are financially, sometimes <laughs> it's 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 a bunch of shit. Sometimes it's a little shit. But that's yeah. not the point. The point is, uh, it's just fun because we both love nostalgia. We love so much horror shit and nostalgia shit. I mean, this small soldier's clock is uh oh yeah we didn't describe it i guess it's hitting me right in the feels because i'm a big small soldiers fan uh i used to have all these small soldiers figures growing up archer's my favorite dude i literally have one sitting on the desk right here of archer (laughs) um i just bought a bunch of figures that i found on for a deal on ebay so the fact that like now i have this this minor and another copy of when good goals go bad like this is just and the fucking weeklies which are actually probably the most like uh important thing to to me uh just because having that footage is like the best gift of, gift of all just like memories that we have saved mm-hmm. on videotape and that's pretty cool videotape uh <laughs> <laughs> but anyways dude i hope you like the i hope you enjoy the graphic novels and i would try dude i tried to find the other ones i bought those at the store at a store so oh, they shit. didn't come they didn't come online i got them from a store um, and I tried so hard to find, to see if they had any other ones there and they didn't. And I almost went online and was just going to find you the other ones, but I was like, well, no, I mean, this is perfect. I mean, I can go with these now. And if I like them, I'll end up going down that rabbit hole of, okay, 
I gotta have the rest of them, <clears throat> which is a good possibility. So that's fucking awesome. Like, I don't know. I'm really pumped about that. I'm gonna put this alien VHS over in my little area over there. <clears throat> that's awesome, dude. That's pumped. I actually like it feels Christmassy right now. I'm gonna have to make a drink after that. Well, Merry Christmas, buddy, and let's talk about Krampus. Let's talk about Krampus, and let's flow right into it naturally. <laughs> so I was thinking... With the holiday season, we're capping off the month with the movie Krampus from 2015. Now, I guess there is multiple Krampus movies, but yeah. there's only one called just straight up Krampus, right? Uh, I think so. And I've actually seen one of the shitty other Krampus movies called Krampus Unleashed. I rented it from Redbox. Oh, I saw that. I well, I didn't see the movie, but I saw that that was a movie, and was gonna bring it up. Yeah. So a little story time before we get into Krampus, please. Um, it's not a long story, but I, I I don't know if you ever saw them, Jeff. But when I first moved back to um, Florida, me and you didn't talk or see each other for a year. We talked a little bit, but we weren't. We kind of lost touch a little bit for like that first year, I think. And I started, <laughs> I started trying to do the show called Nick's Picks Redbox Flicks. And where I would go to a Redbox every week or two weeks or every time new releases would come out. And I would pick just two movies and I would go home, watch them. And then I would review them and the reviews would be like 30 minutes. And it was really like dumb humor and, a lot of the humor was in editing and wait so you would it would be a video youtube a youtube video yeah like a review how i've never known this and we're over 50 episodes in here i never knew <laughs> you had a thing called nick's picks flicks nick's and picks, i Redbox came, flicks. and i came up with the name horror flicks with heart nicks but yet never knew this ever existed until now that's because I honestly forgot about it because I only did two episodes. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. I, I only did two episodes. I put, I think I put the first one on YouTube and then I think I went to do the second one and the second one was like copyright like to hell. So I said, fuck it, I'm not going to do these anymore. Plus, th they were kind of cringy, I guess, but I cover. I think the first episode... You talked about a movie all by yourself just in, on vid in video format for an hour? Yeah, yeah. No, like 30 minutes. Oh, okay. Yeah. I wish I still had them. I think I've deleted them, which sucks. Oh. I, spent, I spent a good time editing them, but I'm pretty sure they'd probably be really cringy to go back and watch. Anyways, uh, like I, uh, 
I can only remember, I think, three of the movies um, that I covered. One was USS Indianapolis with Nick, Nicolas Cage. Actually, it was a fine movie. Um, the Whole Truth with Keanu Reeves. And then one of the ones was Krampus Unleashed. And of course, it was fucking terrible. And I wish I could find it because I did like a funny review of it where I would cut to clips from the movie and show how bad it was. And at one point, I'm watching the movie and I'm on eBay looking for props for another movie I was trying to make at the time. And a prop, they had like an animal head on the wall in the movie. And it was a mountain lion. And I was like, that's not a real mountain lion head. That's just a statue thing that they sell because I've seen it before. So sure enough, I looked it up <laughs> and like I have a picture where I took it like of my computer and then the TV in the background and it's the same prop. And it was just funny because it was like the stone statue when it's supposed to be a hunter's den in the movie. So they've got like a stuffed deer and then they just have this really like fake looking mountain lion statue and that's like the the hunter's den um so that was a but thankfully i saw this krampus before i ever saw that one and i knew it was going to be bad you knew unleashed would be bad krampus unleashed was going to be bad yeah okay i knew krampus 2015 was going to be great because it was directed by michael doherty who did trick-or-treat okay well i guess i was going to say that but now that you said that that's something i found out after establishing my whole viewing and opinion of this movie oh shit i try to whenever you tell me a movie that i don't know anything about i try not to look anything up about it i watch it first there's been very few times there might have been a few movies where i was lost in the plot so i would go to wikipedia okay let me catch up to and you know how i don't allow you i did that with the prey up i might have done that with the prey too actually I might have done that with that also to where I won't allow myself to keep scrolling because if you scroll a little too far and you see, you read that next two sentences, it could be like, ah, fuck. Yeah. It just told me everything I need to know. Um, so for the most part, I don't do that. And with this, when I already had my opinion formed and everything, I found out that it was directed by him and I had like a nod of no wonder no wonder which well i guess i don't want to spoil it yet yeah let's go into it what did you so when did you first watch this 2015 movie krampus it was when i lived in maryland oh wow because 2015 i was living there at the time and i went with my bisexual friend who was a veterinarian and we would go see movies every uh Every so often at the theater right there in Churchville. Okay. And we just another, went and saw <laughs> another aspect of your life. I think I'm glossed over or missed. Yeah, I thought for a while me and her were gonna oh. maybe hook up or something. And... I didn't think it was a girl either. Oh yeah, it was a girl, yeah. Oh there's yeah. a bisexual girl here in Maryland. Not anymore. I think she married and moved away. But she was getting ready to marry a woman. But she, you know, like I said, she was bisexual. And I had been told by a coworker that she actually thought I was like attractive at the mm -hmm. time. So we went on these you know, like friend dates and whatever. And then when I was leaving to come back here, she invited me over to her place and have it a grace. And it was the most awkward like goodbye ever because I just showed up and like we just sat there 
like chatting in her like living room for I can't even remember it now it's like a blur but I just remember being awkward because I couldn't tell if like there was a vibe because one mm-hmm. minute I'd feel like there was a vibe and then another minute it was like no like absolutely not so it was just weird mm. and we don't talk anymore after I left and everything but <laughs> I'm pretty sure that she married her girlfriend at the time and moved away oh huh. so that I was can... always cool though congrats <laughs> we saw Krampus we saw um oh fuck I'm trying to think what else we saw there um I'd have to think I'd have to go back and look at some 2015 movies but we saw quite a few movies there uh <laughs> Dude, I just like, <laughs> traveled back in time I really can't remember what else we saw so you saw this movie Krampus. oh we saw the goosebumps movie the first one yeah oh, okay we saw that like a few days before halloween that was a good one so you saw krampus with a bisexual lady that you didn't really know much about that you no longer talk to and <laughs> we what, were good friends at the time what was the opinion walking out uh i loved it okay obviously yeah what like her? i what about her I think we both liked it. I'm pretty sure we both yeah. did. I remember having a good time. Okay. Uh, and I don't, you know, the movie actually, I don't think has great scores, which is crazy. Cause I think the movie's like great. I could, or I'll settle for at least it's perfectly fine. So for it to have as low scores as it does, I don't really get it, but to each their own. Mm-hmm. I think the movie's fun and Christmassy and, Maybe it's not a total horror movie and div kind of lingers more in the, the comedy, but I don't know. I love it. It's one of my annual Christmas viewings. Um, I always wanted them to make a Krampus 2. And I remember at the time, I remember I started working at the hotel. I thought it would be awesome if they did a Krampus 2 where like two families are locked in a hotel together during a some kind of fiasco and Krampus and his helpers unleash their terror on a hotel and uh, like the front desk person could be involved because he chose to work instead of being at home with his family and i don't know i thought that would be cool and you could up the have a bigger cast have a bigger building mm-hmm. bigger monsters to terrorize the family with yeah and i don't cool. i don't think we'll ever get a sequel no i guess not i mean how did do you know how this movie did i'm I'm pretty sure it did okay, but uh, I think the, I mean, look at Trick or Treat, dude. Like, that took forever to come out when it did. It never had its theater release, which is a fucking shame. And now the director, Michael Doherty, he did Krampus, but he went on to direct uh, the new Godzilla movie, King of Monsters. Um, now he's doing some other big things. So it's just like, we're never going to get a trick or treat two or Krampus two, unless he just, you know, says, fuck it. I want to do these smaller pictures in lieu of these big Hollywood. How, influ- how influential is he in with the writing and the way that the script turns out? Because there's something very uh, symmetrical with uh, this movie and trick or treat. I would think, I mean, he wrote both of them. He wrote, this, oh, he also wrote both of them? Yeah, and this one he had two writers with him on the screenplay, but yeah. Okay, well that well there you go. 
Like I said, I try I try not to look. I know it seems like, oh, wow, you covered this movie and didn't know that, but I try not to look into anything. I try to go into yeah. it completely cold if I've never seen it. Yeah, no, he wow. wrote... Yeah, and I guess he'd been developing this since, like, 2011 or something. So... Wow. Okay. Yeah, and I don't know. It's a shame, though, because I think they're both really great holiday horror movies, and this is the only one we have about Krampus, I guess, other than a Christmas horror story now that actually does a cool job of depicting the character. Cause it is a rather silly character, but it, you know, this does a great job of making it not real, but certainly, you know, more real than like Krampus unleashed or Krampus, the reckoning or Krampus to the devil returns where, those are all real. The Reckoning and Krampus Returns is where it's Yeah, at. dude, look up right now. Look up Krampus the Reckoning post. I don't want to. I really don't <laughs> want to. Um, <laughs> One of them, like, I think Krampus 2, uh, the re- uh, the Devil before. Returns, is uh, I think it's just like a guy in a mask in the movie. Like it's a it's a guy in a Santa Claus like coat, but with a like devil mask on. And that's what they did for the movie. That Holy shit, sense. that's that scared the hell out of me. I thought Freddie was moving back there. Yeah, I got a a big cardboard cutout of Freddie and Jason next to each other, and it's right in front of a, a set of blinds. And my cat, one of my cats, just rushed through the blinds and even made me go, "What the?" Um, <laughs> I watched this movie for the first time for this, which sh- but, shocked the shit out of me. But. I've wanted to watch this for a very long time, more than a lot of other things that we cover. One, obviously, I developed this love for horror. I've always loved Christmas. And uh, I've been a Adam Scott guy for years. I actually think I was a Adam Scott fan before Step Brothers. I'm pretty sure. Okay. I could be wrong. I'm pretty sure, though. Um, I've known Adam Scott from... I listened to multiple podcasts with Adam Scott. I think his he has a deadpan, low-key, unbelievable, comedic something that I just absolutely love. By the way, uh, Step Brothers that Adam Scott is in, he... Just because uh, Will Ferrell and... Charles Nelson Riley, what's his name? John C. Riley. John C. Riley are so good, so funny together. Catherine Hahn is great in that as well. That's what I told um, McKenna when we just rewatched it a couple weeks ago. Adam Scott is just be I, I, those characters are so so good. I think you might tend to forget just how funny and great Adam Scott is in that movie as he plays that character when he's in yeah. the car. Dane Cook, pay-per-view, 30 minutes or whatever the fuck it is. Punch me in the face right now. Like his delivery with everything he does, he lifts up his shirt and it's an obvious a stunt doubles like washboard abs yeah. body. He crushes it in that dude. Movie. There's even a little when he's bit singing where... in the car with his family. Uh, forget it. Brilliant Co- comedic writing. I thought it was funny, like when he gets knocked down, when he gets punched out of the treehouse and he falls to the ground, and Will Ferrell goes, "Hey, Derek, you know it's good for shoulder pain." And Adam Scott actually goes, "What? What? <laughs> if you like my butthole? If you like my butthole?" 
uh adam's got crushed it in that movie so i've been a fan of a lot of his shit and then i got into parks and rec later now with that said i didn't know that this was a technically kind of a horror comedy didn't even know that part because i thought adam's i don't even really picture adam scott as a comedic actor i think he's such a legit actor that i i don't automatically assume everything with him is just comedy yeah you told me on the podcast i believe our last episode when you told us we were covering this that david keckner was also in it so two of my low-key favorite comedic people who absolutely crush it are in this in a movie that i didn't think was comedic in any way before watching it before watching right so it was uh it was quite a surprise for me yeah i mean i think i i love that they're in this i remember when it was coming out i was like because i i love i saw adam scott and stepbrothers that's how when i first saw him and then i don't like parks and rec but i do like him in it i like nick offerman in it you know etc oh you want to know something cool about adam scott yes do you know what his first feature film debut was torque oh. <laughs> no, no. Wait, no, no, hellraiser four. yes i knew it. i knew the answer to that hellraiser four hellraiser four so it's kind of cool that he uh went back to his horror roots for this um he's great in this so is david Ke- everyone's the fucking cast in this entire flick is solid as uh your dick i think that's what makes this movie and trick-or-treat just so damn good is the casts for both are just so fucking solid um and they have fun with the script i don't i'd say that's the only complaint i maybe really have about this movie is i want i wanted them to embrace more of um uh, more of the creatures and more of the zany Krampus shit because for a lot of the movie it's just them in a house holding up in a house and it's and there's like a little bit of i want to see you know more of this world i want to see more of krampus's things like i think there's a comic book version of this movie or something or deleted scenes where like the snowmen remember the snowmen outside yeah like they come to life and they terrorize the family for a little bit I would, you know, something like that, or if the elves had more of a, a, I don't know, if we just had more screen time with them. But otherwise, I think this movie is really, really fun. Um, okay. The opening, it opens up with, uh, what is it? It's the most, is it most wonderful time of the year? I think so, yeah. It started like off it. very Christmassy for sure. That made me, like, I was like, okay, here we go. Yeah. It was a good choice. And well, I mean, it's like <laughs> everyone going nuts at the fucking, store beating each other up over gifts and yes now here's what here's what the movie did that this um okay so spoiler alert i really 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 like krampus i really like this the reckoning reckoning. unleashed the unleashed reckoning is the one that i liked i don't know if you've seen that yet they combined this the two other ones um I was, yeah, I was trying to save it towards the end, but there's no way to do it without that. Um, the reason this movie works so well with me is, remember our um, what we are basing our choices off of in our bracket? 
-hmm. and it was we had horror we had the christmas feel we had that we had i had a certain thing that i told you this is kind of what i'm based and overall good movie this felt like kind of a national lampoons like they had like a christmas vacation vibe mm -hmm. and i felt like i was just watching a christmas movie for a little bit yeah but it took a sharp turn on you yeah it got me invest but i unlike a movie like um just because in my mem recent memory the prey where you're waiting like okay when's when's it gonna happen now what right. because i went into this knowing nothing you basically they were just giving me a good christmas movie that i was already invested in i hated the family that showed up david Keckner showed up with his two uh girls two daughter girls that they thought are a joke was made later that he wished that they were actually boys he was raising them as tough boys they're kind of rednecky he definitely came off like um quaid and christmas vacation oh, yeah, yeah, okay he had that vibe to him i think he probably was wearing the same style of hat uh you had the mom from two and a half men and mr deeds who i hated her like she was a bitch she, she, at one point she said you know i'm not good with kids or something like that and then they're all sitting there in the house and people keep filing into the house and they say oh and adam scott's character goes hey don't you have what about your other daughter or other child whatever and there's an infant still in the car so yeah. they go together to, and i was like i hate this family they're all assholes they treat the kid who gives a shit about christmas like shit it, it had like a, i was invested into it and i kind of forgot that i'm in i'm watching a horror movie yeah. i'm watching christmas vacation with funny people that i like that are also very good actors so when it took that turn i was like oh and when it did, I was ready for it. Mm. And it had Adam Scott, David Koechner, um, the kid who believed in Christmas. I thought he did a great job. And then I really liked the grandmother who knew the whole time, oh, I, I know what this is, who was originally supposed to be deaf, but instead they made her of another um, they just a nationality. They made like her German instead or something. Damn, that's a shame. What do you think she would have been better? If she was a deaf character. I just felt that she, her being German made it too on the nose, like because Krampus is a German folklore, at least like uh, that part of the. No, so it's just so. like, oh, like of course she's German and has the backstory of Krampus. Like, I don't know. I'm watching a movie called Krampus, and it's a Christmas horror movie, so who cares? Like, if she would have been deaf and they couldn't communicate with her, and you would have, would you have liked the scenes better of Adam Scott or the kids? Saying, like, what are you trying? Do you? Yeah, because they would have been signing, and then we would have had subtitles and could have had the same thing. No, see, no, don't make us read. <laughs> Fuck that, dude. Well, German was. I'm just German saying, was German was just so on no, so on the nose. They could have made her like French, or they could have made her. You know, oh God, yeah. I mean, Max already looks Spanish. This should have made her uh, Cajun. Mm. Yeah, I think a crimp is going on. Mm. Could you imagine? <laughs> Come down, chimney. <laughs> Kill us all. Gotta keep that fire hot tonight. Yeah, hi. I like that bit, though. The keep the fire hot bit. Yeah. And then when Adam Scott's character, what do we do now? They ask him because we keep the fire hot because he yeah. believes his mother. Uh, there was so much that I liked about this. And the pacing 
I was just really on board with too. Because I, I was just watching a, a Christmas movie with a little like, what's gonna happen here? Mm. And when it did, I was invested. They made me care about the characters. They made me dislike certain characters. And then when this ended and I found out who directed it, my first thought was like, wow, this director directed my favorite uh, horror Halloween movie. And I'm pretty sure he directed my favorite horror Christmas movie. And I was, I was like, this has to be, if I, if you tell me right now, top five favorite directors, he's got to be in there now. He has to be. This is awesome. And even when they showed like the little backstory of the grandmother of, cause she knows all the information. Yeah, cause she's German. And it, they showed it in that cartoonish clip. I Stop thought that, motion, yeah. I thought that looked awesome. I thought that looked great. And it took a, like, Ah man, and when we dip back to the it everything just worked. I love this. I love what's his name, Michael Daughtry. I think it is something. Doherty, Doherty. I think it's something Dylan says. I think it's something. (laughs) I think it's something. Chris Daughtry. Um, it's Chris Daughtry. He was on. Then he did American Idol, I think, at one point and put out an album, which was also great. Um, no, he. I mean, I thought this was great. Well, yeah, I mean, them and they have great chemistry, but so does everybody else in the cast. I mean, it just works so fucking great. And I thought it was funny that you said you like love the the family, the main family, and then you hate the second family comes in. I actually kind of hate all of them because I think they're all being dicks to Max, except the grandmother. Um, like the sister tries to be nice and on Max's side when she stops him from like getting his Santa. Le- but I thought that was kind of stupid. She's like, Max, don't. I was like, why not? Like cause a scene. Your cousins are being dicks. Like you don't but have. Yeah. But yeah, but you can understand that part. That you don't look at. Like I didn't take any. And then the, you Max, have Adam. Adam Scott's character like was getting on the phone. Like I, and his wife was saying, I, I mean, "Well, it worked towards the script. They even explained that part too. Because he gets on his phone and his Adam Scott's wife goes, I thought you weren't gonna do work stuff while.'" during the christmas he goes yeah i'm not but i mean if i get a phone call i have to take it or this was early in the movie do you remember that yeah it does that and then in his letter the child's letter he says i just want my parents to love each other again and i no i mean i I understand everything i think everything was almost covered that's why i think this did such a good job no i was just was find it funny that you were like love the family from the get-go when it took me the movie to fault like because they're all dicks except for max and the grandmother and then oh i didn't i I didn't love him from the get-go i didn't love him from the get-go no i i was i was like this poor kid he just loves christmas i related to him i thought it was mean as fuck that adam scott uh because max was like are we gonna watch charlie brown and watch wrap presents or something and um scott was like you can do that by yourself for what you did at the festival i was like that is so fucking mean but like i said the way the movie is written and the way it works and their chemistry by the end of the movie i obviously don't want anyone to die i fucking love them all um my really only complaint with the movie is the fact that after the shit starts happening i feel like there's a lull somewhere and i can't pinpoint it but it's just like I want more stuff to be happening. Uh, um, where? Um, I, I'd have to go back and like really pinpoint the time because like 
it like we get going and then we kind of like they're like arguing and it's like should we go outside or not should we do this and it's just like get, i want just keep the shit going like before or after the daughter leaves to go check on her boyfriend after so she goes out there i'm fine with the movie all up the way up until like she dies and then i feel like after the fat kid dies in the chimney somewhere in there till the end of the movie there's like just I, not a crazy little but just a little bit where it's like i wanted more wanted something like i wanted the snowman to come come alive or um because that's the only other thing that sucks is i think originally i don't know where i've heard this or maybe it was in the behind the scenes making of i have faint memory originally the movie was supposed to do you remember in the movie when adam scott like pulls out the map and he's like we need to get to the high school that's where the he starts drawing on it with a red marker yeah. and circling shit they were originally supposed to like i guess i make it there and when they get there that's where krampus was going to have his whole like thing set up and um so like more characters were going to die in the way there and i think they either didn't have time or budget or something so that's why like everyone just kind of dies off in the snow and then they wind up and then like you you know we get the ending that we do it was supposed to have like another 20 minutes well they i i don't know man i kind of like how it went i mean i'm I'm happy with it i just they're it's trying to like, get damn. to they're trying to get to the truck. Adam Scott's plan that they're trying to fulfill. And this family that you earlier kind of disliked, you now see when push comes to shove, they're willing to die for the like Adam Scott's good. Yeah, go. And yeah. he gets sucked into the thing. The I'm not complaining about that. So no, what I'm just saying is it's interesting that that was the original thing. I didn't know that because yeah. this seems like it makes more sense to me. Like why you're gonna get the whole family there and then no 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 like I like I guess it was like Adam Scott dies and then like maybe one of the other moms does but then like the mom and then like the other two kids get there or like the mom gets killed along the way and then it's the last two kids there and I just would have liked it more than I just wanted more Krampus that's all I'm trying to say is I wanted more of his minions and his world I wanted to see more of it other because like we do start to linger too long in the house and i get that's the point but like kill people off let's get going yeah. like i want to see more of the krampus world um i don't krampus. know i mean we got i thought this movie had a very unique crazy mix of uh christmas vacation uh fucking ash versus evil dead mm-hmm Add a whole Christmas thing on top of all that and tie it into a fucking bow. And I, I don't know, man. It's something like really worked on all levels. And I thought the pacing was really well. And we had these um interesting. You had the weird doll, what was it, owl uh attacker? Angel I thought, thing, yeah. Looked legit, like creepy still yeah i mean dude i'm it's not I like the doll from ash yeah it's not like the doll from ash versus evil dead to where he's like kind of stop it like el, like el jefe ends up you know or yeah. not el jefe uh you know what i'm talking about smashes it and shit like that this looked legit terrifying it looked terrifying to be attacked by you have the terrifying bear character you have so much to work with like merchandise wise i was like i want a representation of all this shit and krampus looked amazing and they didn't mm-hmm. overexpose him. Yeah. And when he was running across, and you just hear those chains. And the hoofs, yeah. And the hoof, like, 
oh man i and his howl i really really thought they fucking crushed it and anything that i would be like oh i wish they would have done this more or i wish they would have done this more it's they covered it for me see that's where i just said like trick-or-treat i'd give a hundred percent this i'd give like a 90 percent because there's i want more instead of just like us hanging around the house so like it's almost a detriment because i what do you want What, what would you want I just wanted, I think it's just somewhere between how long we spend in the house. Like I know I obviously there's a, I wanted them to leave for the, for the, um, for, I would have loved to have that high school idea or even the, the get to the truck idea sooner because then we could have gotten them out of the house and have them like get knocked off as they're trying to make through the storm. Otherwise, like when we get to that point and they all go out in the storm, they get knocked off, bam, bam, bam. And it's just like, I feel like it's because we're rushing to get the movie over with and we only had, you know, we were only in this house for a little bit. Like I loved when uh, Adam Scott and David Keckner went out into the neighborhood and they were going through the houses and stuff like that. I wanted, I just wanted them to get out the house more towards the end. So that way we could have maybe had just more of the Krampus elves and snowmen or something just well I I mean don't you think I mean within an hour and what hour and 40 movie or whatever it may be do you think it would have been overexposed because I mean we got them leaving the house in the beginning then we got it at the end and I kind of like the fact that like once they drifted from the house and they ignored the like they boarded that shit up and once David Kegner lost his boy they got sucked up into the chimney or whatever it may be. It was like, we're going back out there. And once they did venture from the house, they started getting picked off. Like, boom, boom, boom. Like, what, their fair game once they leave. Yeah. Grandma never left. And it was even a plot point to you guys go, I need to take care of the. That's why everything seemed covered. Like, if they would have left more or like, hey, let's all go to the school. And then they all show up in school. And then it happens. No, no, I'm not saying like, that. I'm just saying it already feels like they get batch killed in batches. Like the fat lady, David Keckner, and their baby. Oh man, when they when they think grabbed the baby and took it out. Of, I do elf, not like baby stuff. The elf grabbed the baby, ran off with it. They chained up the fat lady and yanked her out. And then David Keckner willingly jumped on the clown thing and got sucked out the window. So like there's three deaths quote quote right and then we get three the adam scott the mom oh the grandmother and like all so quickly it's like i just wanted it a little bit more spaced out to where like we could have had more diversity in the ways of their death do you know what i mean like i would have rather had one of the killer snowmen kill david keckner or something or or a black man what (laughs) oh diversity um (laughs) But that's that's all I'm saying. I I still love this movie. I mean, I I fucking I haven't watched it since last Christmas because I tried to save it for only that time. If if Kyle Rittenhouse came walking down the street with a gun that he shouldn't have and started blowing his family away, that's what you needed to make this movie just have a better pacing. You sick. (laughs) No, no, I, I I get what you're saying. For me, though, I started the movie and the way that it started, it started hot enough. And then it was just, uh, and then I leaned into, oh, I'm just, I feel like I'm just watching a Christmas movie. And then this Christmas movie that I'm watching, that's kind of 
is like a National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation turns awry, and then it's people act comedic actors that I like, and I thought everyone did so good, and then it it got to the end, and I was oh wow that happened to me already. That movie happened. That was fucking awesome. That was great. Yeah, my only complaint is that the last like twenty minutes, it feels like they're just killing people off because we got to get to our end time now, and that's what is just like oh. Uh, um, stretch it a bit, you know, because I want to see more of this universe. And but that's not a that's not a too negative a thing for me to complain about. I really do love the movie. I love the way it ends. McKenna and I were talking about that. I love the fact that it's not because I told her I was like, you know, this would be really fucking dark if the family really is just all dead. What is your interpretation of the ending? Um, I viewed it when I first saw the movie. I left the theater. I thought it was now they're forever having to spend Christmas together. Um, like a, a Groundhog Day scenario. Yeah. Like, okay. That's but, what I was now, too. but now I view it as, because um, like I've watched a few me- movie a few times, I've read some other fan theories and I've, I've gone with this one instead where now they're just under watch of Krampus. Like, okay. So I didn't read shit. And the two things I came up with was one, they have to keep reliving this fucking horror or whatever over and over again or whatever. Or it was a um, a signaling of... Uh, you better not do it again. Yeah, like I'm watching you. Yeah. And then there's a third one that's way deeper that I don't think that it's just... He's just watching every family in a different snow globe and that's all, that's the whole fucking thing of it. But yes, my first two things were... That they either have to relive this shit over and over, or now they're under the fucking microscope. They're under the watch of this character. Those are two things I picked up. And I choose to go with the second one because I like the fact that there's a lesson learned. The characters were allowed to learn from their mistakes because that's what makes it feel extra Christmassy. It's not just this dark, awful, poor Christmas movie. It's got a little bit of a heart to it. Like when Kramp- when he says sorry to Krampus and it shows Krampus's eyes. And they're like watering a bit. And he touches Max's tear. I love that. I love that Krampus just isn't a fucking monster. That. Yeah, I, I guess. Um, like I said, I'm really excited now that we've talked about it. Now I can maybe go back and like read what people are fucking thinking. But I guess uh, I put together maybe. <clears throat> Did you say his, the kid's name was Max? Was his name Max? Yeah. Max, uh, Max had the guts to confront the shit where his grandmother didn't years ago. Yeah, and maybe that was the difference in between the shit. Like he had the guts to like come back and confront the shit, and maybe he was willing know. to sacrifice himself to have his family back. He was like, yeah, and he got pushed down the fucking hellhole thing, and then you yeah. think like, wow, they really just. And you're watching a movie called Krampus. That's another thing, a uh, benefit to this movie, I think, though, too. You're watching a movie called Krampus, and I think when if you're watching any Christmas horror movie, you're kind of, you're not expecting the best thing in the world. Because they, yeah. have, they have everything to work with. You can do whatever you want. Who gives yeah. a fuck? It's Christmas and horror. It's Krampus. It's all fucked up. Who cares? You can do whatever. Kill everybody. Yeah. That would benefit that's what benefited this movie so when that happened it's like oh okay well there you go like like when we watched um what was it was it 2001 maniacs 
a thousand women. Oh, and everyone's dead. <laughs> yeah, and I told, I even told you my first time watching it. I was, they're, they're not gonna get away free. Like what? Because because why? There's not gonna be more. Like even where well, there was another one, wasn't there? No. no oh, okay. Why. I was like, there's not gonna be more. This is a she. Just fucking kill everybody. Who gives a fuck? And sure enough, zero decapitation. Well, don't give away the ending of our next movie that we're gonna be covering. Well, we don't know yet. Oh. <laughs> we we for real don't know yet was this something that's going to be interesting at the end of this podcast um so yeah i i didn't know how this movie would go or end and they could have done anything but instead they and there's a part of me that was really nervous of please don't tell me this mother this kid just dreamed it i hate that cop-out shit yeah, yeah, yeah. i don't want that anymore no more oh it was a dream you're all here and i'm so thankful you're all here even though i hated you all before but i had this dream of what could happen if i didn't love you so much and no i'm glad they didn't just dive straight into that and um yeah furthermore i love the fact because they could have just had him remember what happened but I love that all the family starts looking at his, regist- his, they started to yeah. register it and they start yeah. remembering too. I was like, okay, that's what sealed it for me. I was like, cool. They all learned a lesson. There's still an element of horror that they're all under still under uh, Krampus's watch. Yeah. But I love that it kind of af- still ended happily. Um, so yeah. I, yeah, I mean, the movie's just awesome. And the fact that it has not super low scores but the scores that it does baffles me this is like one of the better christmas horror movies out there um well how about this i mean i'd buy the NECA of krampus if i could if they had it or how about the spirit halloween animatronic krampus well it's a little more pricey but yes that obviously that would be fucking ideal where's your christmas tree this year krampus yeah yeah that would be fucking great I have my year-round Christmas tree here, and I got the other Christmas tree there in the back. But man, imagine if Krampus was just standing back there. That's my favorite scene in the whole movie when he comes out of that fireplace and everything's like shaking. And here comes Santa Claus, or whatever. The, yeah, you know. I liked it before that when the girl was going to like, "Can I check on my boyfriend?" I'm just like, "Let her. It's fine. It's all good." Like, I just want to go suck some dick. <clears throat> she was just trying to go get suck on my old hard one, and then he's jumping across like house houses yeah. house like rooftops and you hear the chains and shit and then like his feet hit the ground it's i was like oh man well, i'm in for a a fun ride here and uh i wasn't disappointed but let me ask you this we're just getting off of our um christmas bracket can we do a little re-rank not you don't have to go from all the way from bottom to worst but where does this guy fit right into your rankings of best to worst like if you throw this in our bracket like this is a late entry into the bracket that we just covered oh well i think this stands so different from the bracket i think it's obviously the best thing on the bracket um i'd probably watch this before anything else okay well me too that was pretty simple it's pretty simple then yeah this movie's just awesome it feels it has that whole christmas vibe as well it nails everything like i mean it's yeah it's great i don't know why so we're not crazy and thinking that when this is not a great i i want like i said i don't i have no social media and i don't talk to anyone 
So I guess me saying I haven't heard anyone do doesn't really hold a lot of water. I mean, people do love this movie, but I, it's just also surprising. I can't I can't remember what the scores are, but I just remember thinking, why aren't they higher? This is good, especially for a movie about Krampus. Yeah. Top five favorite horror Christmas movies of all time. Anything? Is Krampus in your top five? I think so. Yeah. Same here. Ah, fuck it. We're in Krampus the whole time. We're in we're in fuck the it. house in Krampus. I love Krampus. I love Adam Scott, David Koechner. I think they all crushed it. I thought the wife did such a good job of being like annoyed by this family that she totally should have been annoyed by. The kid who loved uh, Christmas, apparently he was like a real kind of like player on set. He tried to hit on like every single fucking girl. And I don't think he's done that much. He tried to fuck one of the elves. Uh, hmm. Well, flaming gingerbread men a weird owl doll attacker teddy bear with teeth teddy bear with teeth and that weird fucking puppet like that was and it also all looked really well like creepy holy fuck when the clown was eating the kid were you like oh shit because that was a mouth drop moment for me in theaters it was a bit of a mouth drop moment but also i was so um do you know what more the part that I was more worried about was when the kid opened the vent to let the dog run up after it? All I was waiting for was to hear, yeah. I was like, and oh, come got- on. <laughs> How many animals are we going to kill for Christmas horror movies? But the dog's alive at the end with everybody else. Well, that's what I mean. That's why I almost, it was almost a demerit. I was like, oh, the motherfucker's going to wake up. It was a dream. No, but they, you know what, man? This is maybe this movie is a little bit had a little bit of a Jeepers Creepers ending. That's what I was gonna. I was gonna make a joke, right? Like, yeah, because the uh, uh it kind of looked like little bit. Je- Jeepers Creepers lair, a little bit. Well, let's not run too Justin Long. Speaking of uh, Jeepers Creepers, and I don't know what the hell we're covering next week, Picklecock. Well, hey, speaking of Christmas horror, before we move on, yeah, um, I'm actually we're crowdfunding right now for a new Christmas horror movie that I'm making, I'm writing and directing. Um, but no, we're crowdfunding for a new Christmas horror movie that we're doing. Um, we have some props and Blu rays and stuff if you want to check it out. If not, I don't care. This sucks. Do you even have a movie in mind? Yeah. All right, because I'm only going to ask you two questions here. So let's see if you get them. They're Christmassy related. Um, I think this is a relatively easy one to start out with. Mr. Dylan Nix. Silent Night, Deadly Night, 1984. Opened on the same weekend. As what iconic horror movie? Ooh, what 1984? It's 1984. And here's a little extra before I was gonna save this for if you had trouble, but fuck it. It briefly outgrossed this movie by around 
$161,800 before profits fell about 45% the second weekend. But Silent Night, Deadly Night. Now, remember all the controversy. It got pulled from theaters and everything. But it came out the same weekend as another iconic horror movie, and it outgrossed it. I think my dog knows. Oh. What's that? Baxter, do you know the answer? <laughs> oh, oh. If we could only understand, if only I had a dog translator app. Um. 1984, this outgrossed an iconic horror movie the first week before it uh, fuck. fell off the rails. I can only think of one 1980. I'm just going to say Nightmare on Elm Street. Picklecock, the answer was A Nightmare on Elm Street, my friend. That's right. It outgrossed A Nightmare on Elm Street. I saw The Night Deadly Night. Same Damn. weekend it came out and outgrossed it by quite a bit. I might not have a big dick, but I know movie trivia. <laughs> that, my friend, is the world's worst bragger. I um, go into a bar. Yeah, I might not have a... You're open with that? All right, let's try this one. The plot for this horror film reads, it depicts St. Nicholas as a murderous bishop who kidnaps and murders children when there is a full moon on December 5th. That's the plot of this horror Christmas movie. It depicts St. Nicholas as a murderous bishop who kidnaps and murders children when there is a full moon on December 6th. And why are you looking at your phone? My phone's over there. I'm looking at this mechanical pencil. What are you looking at? I was cleaning Uh, my nails. Oh. <laughs> um, is it Saint? Dylan. It's Saint. Hey, look at that. Have you seen Saint? I haven't. I've seen the poster. And there's a bishop looking guy on there. Yeah, problems. <laughs> Seriously. I the why you know some of this shit or are so good at it that it's like uh, it sounds like it could probably be this and still pull it off kind of bothers me i'm impressed but it's like what you know what are we do what are we doing <laughs> i'm pretty sure i've told you the story before on here where uh in my math class in high school they for some fucking reason put me in the advanced class where i did not belong because math was my worst subject and i did so bad the first half of the year that come my final exam they handed me the test and i literally knew fucking not like i'm reading it and i'm like uh what i i don't know what to do with any of this i don't know what to fucking do so i covered the entire thing from back to front in movie quotes like i mean a full sheet of paper front and back movie quotes to where you couldn't see the the real test underneath just because i wanted to show that i knew something (laughs) <laughs> that something was in my brain and i wasn't just uh, empty-headed and i got kicked out of the class and removed and put into the Demer class where i were, was able to graduate with yeah B. you excelled so it was great um i'm going to describe a movie the way that um 
goodhousekeeping.com described it. I want you to tell me the movie, the title. Okay. It says, this movie doesn't have a ton of Christmas cheer. No Santa, no elves, but it is incredibly chilling. Riley Cano, I don't know, I don't know how to say that name. Riley Knuff, Cano, Knuff. Some uh, okay. it looks like it's what's looking good for you. Then, if you know the name, stars as a woman who is going to take her fiance's kids to his vacation cabin for a few days over Christmas break before he can join them. When she starts to experience supernatural events seemingly connected to her past, she has to figure out if it's her mind playing tricks on her or if the scares are real. Tagline on the post right here says, scary as hell, the next great horror film is here. I'm pretty sure it's The Lodge. Dylan, it's The Lodge. You're not welcome here is the tagline directly underneath of it. You crushed everything. Christmas horror vibes. What are we going to start the new year off with, Dylan? What are we going to watch? Um, well, because it's the new year. Oh, no. I want to watch something new that I haven't seen. Oh. Um, it's a movie so- that's been on my... like. My buddies told me to watch it. I've seen the poster on Tubi. And I keep forgetting. I, I'm pretty sure it's a horror movie. Actually, let me double check. Double Mar- check first, because this is horror flicks with Art and Nick's. Not, not thrillers with Jeff and Dillers, even though okay. The Guest was a good episode. You can count thrillers, too. Okay, well, it's a horror fantasy, so I'm going with it. That's what it's okay. the genre is. Okay. Um, and it's called... You might have seen it before. I'm not sure. It's called... The Willies. What? <laughs> How do you spell the Willies? Spell like Will, and then I E S after that. It's from 1990. A 1990 film. And do you want to go ahead and just toss us the fucking plot because I yeah. have no idea what the fuck that is. Boys on a camping trip tell whoppers about a chicken fried rat, huge flies, and a bathroom monster. Oh, God. And it's got Sean Ashton in it, who played... Um, Sean Ashton. Rudy. Rudy, yeah. Ash. Yeah. yeah. Fucking Rudy is in the willies. I think he looks dope. I thought he was fucking fantastic in Stranger Things. Right. Like, you cared about him when bad things happened, you know what I mean? I always thought Aston was more of a Streisand, but but he rocked the shit in Stranger Things. He rocked the shit in Rudy. The Willies. The Willies, I've never seen it. My buddy says good things about it, or that I should at least check it out. And it's the New Year, so I want to watch something new that I've never seen before and that I've always wanted to. And it's free on Tubi. This is on Tubi. And it might be on other things, but I know it's on Tubi. Okay. I like Sean Astin. You don't like the poster? I just sent you. Look at that. All right. Let me take a let me take a squeak. Tell me that doesn't look like fun. 
Yes, it does. What's the tagline read? If you've never had them before, you're going to get them now. <laughs> <laughs> Merry Christmas, everyone.